Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash, and today, and in fact, all week, we're talking about fallacies. But first, on the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, we have a new feature called AMA. That stands for Ask Me Anything. If you have a question that you think is going to be of broad interest to listeners, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. We are back. And today and all week, we're talking about fallacies. What are fallacies? I'm glad you asked. Fallacy is anything that you believe to be true, but actually isn't strictly true. You may have lots of evidence to support the story you tell yourself, but nevertheless, it still isn't true. It's a mistaken belief. Today's episode is about the I can't afford fallacy. Let's imagine you want to own an apartment complex, and let's imagine that ultimately you want to own 400 units in your portfolio, but you only have, let's say, $150,000 in cash. All you can afford is a fourplex. So you decide to buy a fourplex, hoping that you'll be four units closer to your goal, and now you only have another 396 units to achieve your objective. It's true that you only have a certain amount of money in your bank account. In the world of conventional residential real estate, where you buy your own home with your own money, the amount of money you have in your bank account, to some extent, determines what you can buy. Yes, you're going to go to the bank and you're going to leverage some of your purchase, but at the end of the day, the amount of equity that you have is going to be limited by the cash you have in your bank account. In the world of commercial real estate investing, there's no direct linkage between the cash in your account and what you can afford to buy. The I can't afford statement really translates into I don't know how to raise money. That would be the correct statement. If you say I can't afford, it's a very disempowering statement. If I asked you how to solve that, you would say, well, maybe I'll just wait until I have more money. On the other hand, if you say, I don't know how to raise money, then perhaps you could learn how. The gap isn't a resource. The gap is merely knowledge on how to get that resource. Look, it doesn't matter whether you're going out to buy a piece of real estate or buy a company. You know, when I back in 2003, when I set out to go and buy a division of IBM, I didn't have $250 million sitting in my bank account far from it. I knew I needed to go raise the money. Now, I was not an expert at it. In fact, I wasted a lot of time trying to figure it out, barking up the wrong tree, talking to the wrong sources of money. Wasted a ton of time. At that time, I would say I wasn't really an expert on raising capital. But eventually, after making a number of mistakes and getting feedback from people that were far more experienced than I was in this particular domain, I was able to figure out how to eventually go raise the money. If you're suffering from the I can't afford fallacy, I totally get it. I understand completely where you're coming from. I used to be in that space myself at one time. Then when I eventually figured it out, that was the driving force for me to write the book Magnetic Capital. I figured out that there was almost a formula that when when the necessary ingredients were present, raising money was remarkably easy. And when things were missing, it was very, very difficult to raise money. This is something that I keep at the forefront of my mind each and every day as I'm looking to capitalize various projects, I keep in mind the five principles of raising capital. We've talked about them in much more detail on various episodes of this podcast, but briefly, the five principles are number one, relationship. You've got to have a relationship with the source of your money. Number two is trust. You have to establish that more complex psychological contract of trust. Number three 
What are your results? What's your track record? If you don't have a track record, go get one. If you don't have one, work with someone who does. Number four, you've got to have a compelling opportunity. And number five, you have to have alignment between the goals of the project and the goals of the money. If you don't have that perfect fit between the goals of the money and the goals of the project, it's not going to work. If you satisfy all five of these principles, raising money is remarkably easy. Today and all week, we're talking about fallacies. And today was the I can't afford fallacy. So don't go buy the wrong asset simply because you don't think you can afford the one you really, really want. In the meantime, have a spectacular day. Make some great things happen. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow.